Welcome to Jimmy Knows. Drop in for a few laughs and some insight on life and the law from Boston's favorite lawyer, Jim Glazer. This show is a presentation of Jim Glazer Law. For more information, visit JimmyKnows.com. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to Jimmy Knows. This is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network. With me, of course, Attorney Jim Glazer. We have Robin Glazer in the house. Yes. She's actually, everyone in Boston knows that Jimmy knows, but truthfully, when Jimmy doesn't know something, this is who I go to. It's my sister, Robin. (laughs) Tell us what you do for the Patriots. My title is Senior Vice President of Business Affairs and Chief Administrative Officer of Football at the Craft Group. I'll be around Robin or... This, this, I, and this is this is crazy. I mean, everybody pretty much knows her. I mean, I don't care if it's the guy that if it's the person that's cleaning up the trash, mm-hmm. to obviously the the, the craft family, <laughs> the owner, an amazing ownership, by the way. So yeah, I mean, it just it just it's just amazing. And once they know I'm her sister, it's like honestly, they just treat me so nicely up there. We go up there, and me and my me and Liz, you know, mm-hmm. and Liz's been in the show. It's crazy just because we're Robin's family. I mean, they, they treat us like family because I think Robin treats everyone like family. Mm-hmm. So it all kind of just can't explain it. it just I, I think you cross over just you just I mean, you do so many things with the team. And I think genuinely it just it you just you, you, you're kind of like you just get everyone to kind of work together. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I, I think love it's, that you asked the question, though. I just want to know who the nicest person is, because I think most people in the world really want to talk to you about who the nicest person is and yeah. not about who the biggest jerk is. Yeah. We we sensationalize the the latter, but right. at its core, most people are going to want to say, let me tell you how great this person is. Yeah. I'm good at that. I like it, to tell people how great others are. Well, that, that's, and that's <laughs> huge. You, you do, yeah. Rob, and that, Robin does make everyone feel good. And so it's, it's niceness, if possible, is underrated because, by the way, it's free. Anyone yeah. can be nice. You yeah. don't have to be rich to be nice. You don't have to be famous to be nice. That's right. And... It's amazing if you if you act kind in a situation where others wouldn't, mm-hmm. how it, it comes back to you and, and, and people notice. There's a know? reputation that you can't get good business done or you can't make money or you can't, if you're these soft skills, mm. if that's what you're, you focus on or if yeah. you have this like high EQ or you're empathetic. Let me tell you something. I get the best deals done. People know I mean business. They know that if I'm saying no, it's like for real. It's not Robin just being cute or strategic. Most of the time I am being strategic, mm. but they understand that if I could say yes, if it was good enough for my organization, I would. So when I say no, they say it's no, no means no. So I believe so much in soft skills and anyone, please underestimate me. <laughs> but that's But that's also the relationships. They know that you're just not full of crap and they know that you're going to... You're going to make it work for everybody when you can. And that's a skill set. And it's, it's strategic. It's, it's strategic. It's long term. Yeah. I'm not just in it for a single deal. I'm in it because eventually we're going to come back to the table and work, to work with each other again. Exactly. So let me ask you this. We're, we're talking about the way you treat people and building relationships, how important it is. And the fact that you amazingly got along so well, apparently since birth, both of you. So <laughs> and, it's, and it's great. Does that come from your parents, maybe? A hundred percent. Tell me about that. I mean, they are just extraordinary. And I, and I look around me, my, my friends that have children, I, I don't. They, my friends that have children and the issues, how, how hard they love on their children and some of the issues that come up and how they handle it. And, and I always think, or I see these amazing young, young people, and I think, could I have done that? Could I have raised right. a child to be such an, a great, great person? And then I'll always think, how did my parents do it? Because Jimmy and I are pretty good people. 
And what did they do? And I, I really, I wish I had like a recollection. I, 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 yeah. And I, and I honestly think, and I think about that too, because I do have two kids and it's like, I, they never really kind of pushed us. In other Correct. words, it's, it's kind of, it, we, we just had these expectations. We I know, but, yeah, but, but because, because I didn't want to like let them down. Yes. I mean, I don't think you did yes. either. I mean, it's just different kids today. I don't know kids in general, but I mean, especially with our parents. I mean, yeah. they, like my, my parents never asked me what my grades were. Mm. Well, they never asked what classes right. I was taking. Right. They mm. just, they, they just, they just knew that we, they, when I would yeah, call and, and we, say, I'm going to fail. My parents well, would be like, it's just not even possible. Like, and, 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 and guys, right guys, it was yeah. never possible because Robin, I'd see her, I'd see her at lunchtime at Lawrence Academy and she'd be like, I just failed the test. Right. I'm like, okay. And then the next day, basically I'd ask, oh, my sister said it was a tough test. She was, your sister said it. She ranked the class. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah. We she she cries, she cries wolf a lot, but I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that they did everything right. We joke about like the silly things, but when, when we talk about today, you know, what privilege means, look, I, I never had to worry that I was loved. I never had to worry about failing because I always knew whether like specifically or just in the back of my mind that I had a cushion. I to, even today I joke, but it's true. I haven't bought toilet paper in 15 years. I am not young. And my father still buys my toilet paper and brings it to my I don't even have to go get it from him, brings it to my apartment or my condominium and stores it for me. Wait a minute. It would be nice <laughs> if you brought some uh, toilet paper over our house. That is not even start <laughs> with what kidding. he does I'm, for you that was and a big, your that, gorgeous, that, 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 was a big joke. Children. And a lot of times, I'll, we do our family. We actually, our family owns the commercial buildings that we're in. And yep. there's plenty of times where I'll take toilet paper out of there and bring yeah. it home. <laughs> so you, so daddy is paying for it, it in a sense. It's on and on. And like, also, I know a lot of families where like the, the girl might have not have been treated as, as well as the boy or whatever. Mm. Even today, still today, my parents will call me and say, Honey, we want to buy you something because we just spent three hundred dollars on something for Jim. I'm oh, like, I am totally fine. Yeah, and I'm the same way. It's, it never has to be, and they they do try that, and I'm like, yeah. I really don't care. I, right. I said, and I'm not that material, but anyways. Just with so stuff. intent on, my father would say to my brother, "You're incredible. You can do anything in life, but you just watch your sister." And he would do that in my presence. So I've never known from, like. That I couldn't get something. I couldn't. Now, by the way, there's plenty I can't get. Like, there's been ceilings and mm. there's a lot more. I, I, even at my age, I say, I'm not even thinking about retirement. I'm at the start of my career. There's so much more I need to do and achieve and all that. I've got about 50 to 60 more years in me and I can't, I, I'm excited for it all. But th I just have never had like the pressures from home of you can't be who you want. I mean, I, I always joke with other people like, so my privilege is not necessarily just in my white suburban privilege. My privilege Financial. is in love. Right. And a lot of things I do in the way that I treat people is because I am so filled with love from my family, my parents, my brother, my, my sister, because Liz and I call each other sisters. I don't even know what to do with it. I have to just give it to others. Mm. And like that in and of itself is such a tremendous Tremendous privilege, and that really is Howard and Cla Karen Glazer. We're mm. very yeah, you and I. Yeah, we yeah, we had, we, you, yeah. you got to give credit to parents because yeah. I think about it a lot. Like a lot of the issues that I see my kids or my friends' kids going through, I'm like, I never, we, I, I don't remember any of that. Maybe it was just a different time. I know we've talked about different generations and stuff, and just different times growing up, and it's a lot harder right now for kids to grow up. But 
you know, we were never micromanaged and yeah. we, 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 we dealt with stuff on our own. Just, just stuff today. We definitely, they, my parents weren't helicopter parents, but right. it's the same because I don't, I don't think that that term definitely didn't exist. But they molded us into just really, you so know, just th- to do, just to do the right thing. And that's just right. To, they to, they to be, didn't to micromanage Jimmy, but both of us, when we have significant issues today, even at our age, even with the people around us, the great friends that we have, who's your first call? Yeah, I mean, I call. I Still. actually call, I called my mother this morning on yes. just I want just just I wanted some advice on on a business issue and and she gave me but she gave me some good good sound advice because both of us our first our first real jobs were working for our mother's mortgage company. That's right. right. And she was one of the we've talked about it before. She was one of the first female entrepreneurial mortgage bankers, yes. you know, in, in definitely in the region and, and the first probably head in the country. Of the Massachusetts yeah. Mortgage Association, the first female yeah. head. But nowadays, like I, instead of like trying to call my dad, then trying to call my mom, then trying my mom. Now I say, I call my mom and I say, okay, put it on speaker. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> lot easier. And then I get both of their yeah, advice. Yeah, exactly. My dad. They come from different yeah, perspectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. My, fine. Yeah, he's definitely doing. get a little older though because <laughs> you're right. You have to like if you don't get him on a speakerphone, it just it goes on and on and on. So you have to go over it with him, and then yes. it goes to my mother, yeah. and then it goes back and to if, my dad and if again. You don't talk to him. He calls you. I need compensation compensation time like in other words mom got yeah. more of your yeah. time today than i yeah. did yeah. think about that how at our age with all the resources and the great amazing people we have around us our parents want to participate with us like that yeah and it's it sounds like what you're saying is they were model parents and by that i mean not that they were the, the most perfect parents in america but they were models for you um even though they might not have been cuz i'm saying this in part because i think my parents were the same way and mm. jimmy you, my yeah. parents my parents a little bit and my dad he's he's kind of the strong silent type he didn't say, he, he, there there weren't these moments where he says david sit down i'm going to tell you about how to become a professional or i'm going to tell you how to be a man or how to change a spark plug or there weren't a lot there wasn't a lot of that Mm-mm. and like you i think like i remember in little league when i would strike out i would cry i was just, mm-hmm. i would just and from an outsider, might said, "Oh, his dad's the coach. He probably put so much pressure on him." My dad never put any pressure on me at all. But yeah. I wanted to do well. My, by yeah, right. our parents. There was zero pressure yeah. when it came to sports. Yeah. Like you basically, they just would half School, the time. No, I, yeah, half the time, my dad he would forget to pick me up at football practice. He wasn't there watching like parents right. today. I mean, see, I'd be like waiting there, and the coach would be like, "Yeah, I, I don't." I they'd be like, do you, "Is your dad know to come to pick you up?" And because he was always he was working. He was like he was and like his me. mind was yeah. always on. Yeah, I mean, we he, you know I think we got our twenty four seven. 365 mentality definitely from both our parents yes. i mean they were workers i mean there's no question that, you that's know. probably the st- that would develop my gut yeah. issues <laughs> is that yeah. my father would drive by me and from cheerleading practice and i'd be like oh <laughs> yeah you know and then the people yeah. we didn't have but, cell phones but, at the time they'd have to try to track him down <laughs> but he you know it was never because he didn't let me oh let it, me tell you like it, he used to cry it, when yeah. he would pick me up after that like i it's not it you. just see i other see just had business or something yeah. on his mind but yeah. yeah no they 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 were workers and that's the one thing I, if they did anything for us between like robin said so caring and loving but yep. it was definitely instilling a, a sense of work ethic and like and it was also like you knew they they're working hard, so you don't want to let them down. I would never. Well, both of us were fortunate. We did very well in school, so yeah. she did better. But, but <laughs> yeah, team here, I can tell. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. But you know, they also loved others in our presence. So mm. my mother had the same person that did her nails, a young woman, and she had dreams for a bigger business. And my mother literally took her checkbook out on the spot mm. and said, "You just need that to see that. Let's go." Mm. And and then my mother will say to me, "Robin, why are you so generous?" I'm like, "Yeah." Exactly. Well, I, I mean, how could I not be? No. This is you, my father, one of my brother's very best friends, worthy of all the love that he has from the Glazers. 
My father found ways that he could bring resources into his life and and help him with stuff. And Jim and I just saw that. And yeah, such a great example of how it's so easy to love others. Yeah. I mean, my parents were like the type of parents where we have a good friend of ours, Kevin Anderson. He went to mm. um, high school with thinking, us. I was thinking of him. That's not who I was talking about. But yes. No. And so Kevin, he he was African-American mm. and he was part of the family. He would yes. come home with us. Still and, is. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's Secretary of Commerce of Maryland. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. yeah wow. so, Westmore. I yeah. mean, we're, we're so excited. We've yeah. literally like yeah. been on the phone, yeah. giddy and yeah. giggling. Like, yeah. can you believe yeah. it? It's but so I mean, great. but he was, he just became part of the family from just from day one and yeah. just stuff like that. They treat him like his own. And I mean, every time he has an accolade like that, he, he'll text me and be like, let your parents know. Yes. You know, wow. it's super important for him. Wow. But yeah. So this is, it just. That's just one example. Like we could, we could literally sit here and give you 25 examples of that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think back, I went to school in St. Louis at Washington University. My parents have been active at the university for like 30, right. whatever, whatever years. number of years since I graduated. They were in a parents council. Now, um, with Andrew being at Bryant, they asked us to be in a parent council. And it's kind of funny how like history repeats itself. So That's you kind of emulate and you do things that your parents did. And, and uh, you know, I feel very now now I can see why my dad wanted to do so, so much for the university yeah. and my mm-hmm. mom, because we go to Bryant. And I mean, honestly, they roll out the red carpet for people that, that are in a parents council. And you just genuinely want to keep doing more and more for these universities. And the reason I think I said yes to it was because I saw the joy my dad got Absolutely. out of it for the last 35 years. Yep. When you're when you're growing up, your parents are you, you love them. But it's a different relationship than when you eventually become an adult because they're, you're a kid. You don't, you're not thinking about all the details that a, that a grown-up is, is thinking about. And you don't know all the people your parents interact with all the time. They're mm-hmm. off at work. They're doing, so one of the things that, and maybe it's like with social media the last like 10, 15 years or so, I see like my, like my dad messes around on Facebook when he figures out how to use it. But, but I'll post something about my dad. And I'll see a bunch of people comment about Saul's such a wonderful man. So, mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't even know some of these people. And yeah. that's kind of cool. Does that ever happen with you where you sort of – Every day always. You, really? Um, my parents are the lead actors of my Instagram page. So <laughs> everyone's like, what are your parents up to? I haven't seen you post in a couple of days. Like, yeah. they are – they are they are mostly what I talk about because I, I just I love and admire them so much. I mean, then the second the support cast includes you know, Jim, Liz, the kids who are just great kids, uh, Andrew and Ava. And then I don't have children of my own, but I have a lot of children that I never had. Mm. And so I try to I try to feature them as well. But I go into get water from the player dining room in, first thing in the morning, every morning. It's like routine. And all of the dining room attendants will say, how are you? Great. How are your parents? Really? How's mom and dad? Wow. And I always say, thank you so much for asking. Well, Robin, I know them. I, I follow you on social media. I know your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's funny. A lot of Robin's friends will, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they've seen Andrew and Ava grow up. Yes. You know, and, yes. and, they'll, and they'll recognize yeah, them, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it they recognize it's, Liz for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think actually one of um, Robin's really good friends was at an event where Ava works. She works That's at Avenir. Right. My best and, friend, my best yeah, friend. and she was texting Robin. She's like, "Your niece is here mm-hmm. working the event." And mm-hmm. just it, and she knew her from the pictures. It just they put That's two and two funny. together, yes. and it's just it just really it's it's just it's kind of like a small world at the end yeah. of the day, and it's all through these relationships that we've we created very, over the very years. Small clan, we're yeah. tiny because I didn't add to the equation, and but we we so. The, there's a lot of people in this world that are very, very, very important to me, but mm. no one more than I always say to people when they know that they're very special to me or when they are special to me, I always say to them, you are as important to me as anyone named Glazer. How about that? Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. 
Jim, just remind our listeners real quick where they can get in touch with you and learn about you and your practice. You can call us 1-800-868-1000. Go to JimmyKnows.com. You know, we're, we're 24-7, 365. You need us. We're going to come to you. Whatever you need, you know, we're going to take care of you. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your shows. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Jimmy Knows.